Welcome to One, where we'll learn about the one body of Christ, one story at a time. Welcome, welcome to another episode of One, where we learn about this one body of Christ, one story at a time. And I'm so pleased today that I get to have uh, Ben Davitt here as our guest. And Ben is just a great guy, and you're going to get to learn about him and about his uh, uh, life in uh, uh, the industry, as it's called around here, in Hollywood, and uh, his work with Disney, and really uh, uh, his life as a follower of Jesus. So Ben, hey, welcome. I'm glad you're here, buddy. Thank you. Glad to be here. Glad to be part of this. Well, I was uh, telling Ben before we got on, he's got to have the absolute coolest backdrop of anybody I've, I've ever had a chance to like Zoom with and, and do an interview, man. I mean, for somebody in the industry, you nailed it, dude, with these posters behind you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yep. They, they are reminders of different parts of, of being in this industry, for sure. <laughs> That is cool. Well, it, it really does. Like, it totally reminds me of uh, uh, Entertainment Tonight, you know, and somebody interviewing Brad Pitt. So I'm, I'm looking right now at, like, you know, an interview, and, and, you know, you're that Brad Pitt being interviewed for the movie. So, dude, well, well done. You nailed it. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank, may, you. thank you. You know, I'm sure uh, uh, Tanya probably thinks that, you know, your lovely <laughs> wife. So now tell us, you're uh, uh, married. Yes. Uh, uh, for how long? We've been married for 22 years. Wow, 22. Fantastic. And yes. you've got uh, three, three kids. Three kids, yep. Uh, uh, and we, 12, uh, 11, sorry, let me go backwards. They're older than that. They are 13, 12, and 9. Wow. So your hands are definitely full. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that is for sure. But it's great. Uh, fantastic time to be with them and just mm-hmm. watching them, you know, grow up. And, you know, they're, uh, you, you've had this too with your with your kids where you have them as the babies and you're like, Oh, this is a great time. I don't want that to change. And then they become toddlers and you're like, Oh, this is a great time. And you know, now we got one teenager, the other one would be a teenager uh, here in a few months. And, and, uh, and then my, my youngest, who's about to be double digits here in uh, oh. a couple months as well. And you just, you just love the time that there is and just watching them grow up. And it's just fantastic. It really is. And I totally agree. Like each stage has its unique sort of gifts and special things yep. to it. We, we had a special tradition that we we borrowed from some uh, friends, uh, double digits. And it was a double digit birthday. And so whenever uh, each child turned 10, um, they got to do a special kind of overnight uh, getaway. Uh, Cade with me and, and Kaya with mom. And uh, again, just kind of marking those special transitions, you know, and you go into those special transitions. You're like your, your boy was starting playing football here a couple years ago yeah uh last year actually was yeah. his first year and that that was a crazy time for sure because he was like oh hey i want to i want to do football i want to do tackle football i'm like okay and he he's uh you know he's a tall kid for his age so the um you know we we signed him up through uh the sc wildcats and you know we put in his his height and, and age and they're like um so he probably should be in, you know, sophomore or junior, but because of his height, uh, he needs to be in the senior. And we're like, <laughs> okay, that'll be interesting. <laughs> never played before. Uh, you know, we've we just tossing the, the football around and that type of stuff, but never really played. And here he is going in with the seniors, but wow. he, did a, he did a fantastic job. They ended up winning the Super Bowl last year. And uh, yeah, and, and he really grew in the position. He played uh, defensive tackle and he really got into that and had fun being on the line. And obviously he wasn't one of the starters because he 
he, uh, you know, it was his first year, but he really got into it and he got to play quite a bit and got wow. in there and got some sacks throughout the year. And he even got noticed in the, uh, the last, um, party that they had at the very end and all wow. that type of stuff. And he got noticed for, you know, being the, I, I don't remember exactly what it was. It wasn't kind of a reward, but just one of the coaches, like the most improved and that type of stuff. And so, yeah. And to he, be one of the young really ones who's playing yeah. a league of, of older kids, man, that's yeah. really, that's pretty cool. Everyone was a year older than him. So yeah. that's cool. Was, now, did you play sports growing up? Uh, yeah, I did. I played soccer most of the time. Okay. Um, I wanted to get into football, but I couldn't actually do that uh, because of a, uh, when I was a baby there, I had this really bad accident. And um, with that, I was in a coma for three days and wasn't supposed to uh, walk or talk or wow. any of that coming out of there. But, you know, um, Lord seemed to have other plans for me. So mm. <laughs> here I am today. But with that, they said they couldn't be any um, trauma to the head. So you can't play football. Okay. So I did get into soccer, played that um, most, let's see, it started when I think when I was like four or five, something like that. And then went all the way through high school, but there's a couple of years I didn't do it and actually did wrestling a couple of years out of that. But for the most part, it was soccer. Soccer and wrestling. Yeah. So I, I was more the football first, you know, and then in, in baseball and, uh, uh, you know, basketball. So, but, you know, sports are such a beautiful thing, kind of a metaphor, you know, for life of, you know, just those life lessons. And, you know, so I can't tell you how many times, you know, like with my son, I've translated whatever he's going through, you know, a challenge and school to, Okay, you know, some football metaphor. And I do it so much now that he's like, Dad, just don't, don't do the football metaphor. Don't just, no, just don't. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> but, you know, it just, it works, right? It just works. Now, yep. where did you grow up, Ben? Did you grow up in Southern California? No, uh, actually in the Midwest. So I oh. um, was born in Illinois and uh, was there for, for a while. Um, my parents divorced when I was around seven or so. Um, and my dad, he, uh, after a year or so, maybe a little longer, I don't exactly remember the timeline of it, but he eventually moved to, to Tennessee. So um, was with him during, you know, summer and, and that type of stuff. So some of the time in Tennessee, most of the time in Illinois, and then the it's my junior year of high school, we actually moved to Nebraska because my mom, who is um, a preacher, um, and she got a church out there. And so she was wow. starting a church, I should say, out there in Nebraska. And so we moved out there. Wow. So your mom was single, really, it sounds like the whole time when you were from seven on? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, she did. Um, nope, she... Did remarry, oh boy, when was that? Uh, sophomore year, I think okay. it was. Um, now, do yeah. you have any brothers or sisters, or is it just you? Nope, I have three brothers, two older and one younger brother. Okay, so you're kind of squished there in the middle. Yeah, right there, <laughs> number three. <laughs> nice. Now, it's kind of similar uh, for me that uh, uh, my mom um, divorced my biological dad when I was like three, and uh, he was uh, not much to um, you know talk about, and it was a good thing, actually. Um, and then uh, uh, remarried, remarried for a few years, uh, second grade to eighth grade, till I count time, is by school years. And uh, the good thing out of that was my sister, who's about nine years younger, uh, and then uh, I was single again during uh, high school for me, kind of uh, end of eighth grade, so freshman year through um, uh, high school, and then uh, and and on forward. And um, 
I'm curious for you, being raised in a single-parent family, and uh, your mom uh, is in ministry, mm-hmm. uh, how, how did you come to faith in Christ in the midst of that environment and, and what was going on in, in your world? Kind of walk us through that. Sure. Um, let's see, how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I remember most of the time always being around church. Um, cause we would always go to church and so forth. And then she, you know, went on to seminary and became a minister and so forth. And, um, she worked in different churches, um, and she had one in, in Illinois and then again, started one in, in Nebraska. And so I always remember being around churches and so forth. So, you know, knowing God and, and being a part of all of that has always been there. And when I was, um, when I was young, I'm, I'm sure at some point in time, I don't exactly remember, but, you know, you say the prayer and that type of stuff when you're young and, and so forth. And then at there was one uh, camp I went to. And again, I, I don't remember the age for this, but in, at that point is where I was baptized. Mm-hmm. But throughout all this time, it was kind of different waves, right? I always knew about God, but it wasn't that like full in like 100 percent. Here we go type of thing. Right. Yeah. And then it was. um Let's call it, it's, it was my sophomore year. That's right. My sophomore mm-hmm. year was, um, so right before high school, we were still in Illinois, but we moved from one uh, smaller town to Springfield, Illinois, uh, which okay. was much bigger and went to, started going to a private school there. And then with that school, um, got involved with the youth group and um, hmm. I, I play guitar as well. So I helped them with, uh, you know, being, uh, playing guitar up on, uh, praise and worship team and so forth. And, and again, still through all that, it was just kind of the, the waves and so forth of, of, but just not giving it the hundred percent. Right. And then it was my sophomore year. Uh, the youth group would do the, uh, overnight type of things. I'm sure everyone is probably at least heard or been part of those. We used to call them lock-ins. Time. Yeah. We call oh, them yeah. lock-ins. That's right. I couldn't yeah. remember the name. I was yeah. trying to think about it. Lock-ins. That's, right. Lock-in, That's right. Yeah. And, uh, and then, um, so in one of those, it was, you know, we're kind of sitting there and I, I don't remember what our youth pastor was preaching about. And uh, but what I do remember is, you know, there was an altar call at that time. And, and you know, it was not the place where they do altar calls all the time or whatever. It was very rarely they did it, but they did it. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, OK. And again, it's like, you know, I know God, everything's good. And but it's kind of like, hey, you need to go up there. It's like, I'm good. I'm good. It's like, no, 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 no. You, you need to go up there. It's like, wow. uh no, no, I'm good. <laughs> it's like, no, really, you need to go up there. It's like, okay, fine. So then went up there and then it was at that point where it was just like, okay, now, now I get it. And, you know, mm-hmm. here's a hundred percent and all right, God, you know, I'm, I'm going to be the vessel for you. You, you guide me through life. Where, where do you want me to go? And it's been a journey for sure. <laughs> um, wow. but that's, that's kind of when it all kind of came together at that point. That's really when it clicked for you. Like, yeah. okay, this is kind of not the faith of your your mom's, but this is yours. And, and yeah. you, you know, so from, and that's awesome because then as you make the transition from high school to college, uh, where did, where did, where'd you go from there? Um, so college, that's, that's an interesting story as well. <laughs> uh, so again, my junior is when we moved from Illinois to Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually where my met, what, ah, sorry, met my wife. So high school ah, sweetheart. Okay. Um, we did get married out of high school. We were both 18 and trying to figure out what to do with life and all that. Yeah. And through a lot of growing up, uh, my mom always said, Hey, you're going to be great at preaching and being a minister. 
and that was kind of ingrained in my head. And I said, okay, really? so went to a uh, Bible school up in North Dakota. And that was an interesting time being a newlywed and going up there in, in a very small town of like, like a couple hundred people, very small town where this, uh, where, where the uh, college was. We were there for a year and realized, nope, I don't think I'm going to be a minister. <laughs> that is not where God's calling us. Yeah. And my passion has always been in music. So, mm. um, we said, and even when I was at this, at the school, it was, I helped out with the worship team. I was on a traveling worship team. Um, and then I was also in the uh, audio video and being part of that of the school and, and all. I was like, this is, this is where I'm always drawn to. So uh, my wife and I ended up leaving and we kind of did a little bit of searching for a few years. Uh, we were in Tennessee they're living there um, next to my dad for a while. My mom got sick. We moved back to Illinois. Hmm. And then we're like, all right, we got to kind of figure out exactly what we're going to do in life. And it's like, God, where, where do you want us? And hmm. we found another school. Um, it was actually a trade school down in Florida. And all the uh, every, everything aligned for us to go down there. And we're like, wow. okay, here we go. So we went down there. And again, it was going to be in music. And be like, all right, you know, I want to be a, uh, a, whether it be a mixer or something like that and, and just work in, um, you know, in, in the music area, whether it be Nashville or whether it be New York. Um, didn't think about L.A. too much at the time, um, huh. but just, you know, the different uh, music areas. And then, but through there, one of the classes was post-production. And I'm like, oh, and, really? and I've always been in film. We've, I grew up watching films because of my older brothers and uh, probably watched uh, stuff a lot sooner than I should have because of my older brothers. <laughs> but it's with, with always, always been, it's what it always was with the middle kids, right? Yep, yep, that's how it goes. Uh, so movies have always been a huge thing for me. And what we did is um, there was a uh, the professor, I guess he had a five minute clip of Toy Story two, the very beginning. If you remember that, where Buzz Lightyear's going through space and all that, right? Right. So I had a five minute clip of that, and it was complete silence. And, you know, it was a group that we got together and said, you need to create everything. You got to do dialogue. You got to do ADR or I'm um, sorry, you got to do Foley. You got to do music. You got to mix it. Um, at that time, we could do surround sound and all that stuff. And so we we did the whole wow. mix and everything of it. And I said, that's going to be a fun. That's going to be a fun thing to do. Let's let's do this. Wow. And uh, so then um, graduated um, it, with a. Um, audio engineering. So, cause it was all around audio. We just had one thing of post-production inside there. And then it's funny, Disney actually offered me a job in Florida and my wife and I were talking. It's like, well, if we don't go to Hollywood now, then we're never going to go. So mm. we hmm. sold everything besides what can fit in our old minivan that we had. Nice. And we packed it up and we moved out here. Wow. So that's a big adventure, man. I mean, cross country, like, Hey, we're, we're striking out. Yeah. Going out there, man. That is really cool. I, it's so cool hearing people's stories and just, you know, that journey of like, okay, Lord, what are you calling me to? And it's yep. such a process, isn't it? Of just, you need to try something and you get, you learn a bit here and you try something else and go, no, it's not really that. And, and all along, the journey is so important, right? If you didn't have those bits and pieces where you end up, right, wouldn't, wouldn't work because you need those bits you pick up along the way. 
Right. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, the thing I've been saying almost since I was the, the sophomore where I said, okay, God, let's do this. I'm just going to be a vessel for you. Where do you want us? And it was just like, you know, we, we want you out in Hollywood and it's a very, very dark industry for sure. <laughs> this mm. Hollywood is, and it's like, you know, we, we, we need a uh, God is like, we got to have light inside there. So, and you know, there's, there's obviously other Christians and who's out here and helping us to bring the, uh, light of God into this industry. And so I'm just here to be a vessel and say, where do you want me? And that's usually my, uh, in my prayer request or every day or my prayers, I should say every day is, Hey, uh, wherever's next, just let us know we're a vessel for you. See, and that's just such an awesome perspective, Ben, man, because I think that's that, that, you know, my prayer is that like all of us, me included would have that kind of perspective because then it changes really the way we view Right. Our, our job, our vocation, you know, it's not just simply, you know, hey, this is this thing that I do and it's this vocation, you know, but it's now like this is my calling. Yeah. And what's so cool, you know, it, it's funny, you know, that uh, you know, your mom would say, hey, you know, I feel like you were called, you know, to be a preacher. And, and in some sense, she was right. Right. Because you, you are you're a missionary. <laughs> yep. I've thought of that as well. It's it's definitely come full circle that I'm like, oh, uh, this is this might have been what she was talking about. Totally. Not, not being there, you know, on the pulpit and, you know, in front of the church or whatever, but going going this route. So, yeah, that is cool. And so now the, the journey is really neat, too, to hear, you know, you had this interest in, um, you know, audio and mixing. You've got this sound background, you know, you're a musician, but then you've got this, you know, video and, and production element. And uh, yeah. you were at Fox, and then Disney bought Fox, and uh, now you're you're doing this very thing at Disney, right? So you're you're getting to work on a lot of the the movies that all of us just can't wait to come out. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's um it's definitely been a journey for sure, especially mm. with uh, Fox and even getting up to Fox. But we'll just stick with that one. So you know, started uh, um, with with 20th Century, and it was great. It was trying to get on to that lot, particularly for years, and be mm. there because it's just it's one of my favorite lots that are out there. And then it was there. And then, you know, a short time after you hear, Oh, Hey, we're going to sell the company. And, and, you know, through the time you hear it all through the news, there's not a lot of internal communication that's going on. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Disney was the one who, who won out of that. Cause there was the, the battle between Comcast and Disney uh, mm-hmm. for a little while. And then Disney got it. And that took a while before anything changed. And then um, they, uh, as, as they should, Disney came in and said, okay, well, let's see what we have and let's put them in the right places because we want, we wanted to, um, bring 21 CF into Disney instead of just letting it be its own, uh, company more or less. And and there are still parts of 20th century, um, cause now it's called 20th century studios. There's still some that they're going to make movies and so forth, but my particular group got absorbed into Disney and uh, and that's definitely been interesting. It all it all kind of it happened over uh, for for a year. But then last March is when they really made some changes and said, "All right, well, operation wise, it's going to be cut in half. Engineering wise, it's going to be cut wow. in half." Um, so there was it was very uh, hard time. Um, luckily, I got a position through Disney because they were like, mm-hmm. "Hey, where you currently?" are you're no longer going to have this position but here's a new one and i'm like all right cool and 
you know, found out what it was and becoming a, a manager of three different groups inside Disney. And I was like, Hey, this is, this sounds really fun and praying about it. And Hey, you know, Lord, is this again, is this where you want us to be? Is this the next path of, of where you want us to be? And, uh, hopefully it is, it seemed like it was in our prayers at that time. So we said yes and, and, uh, took the position. And now I get to be part of the editorial part of Disney. Uh, a lot of it mainly Marvel. So the shows on Disney plus and the movies and that type of stuff. And then we also get to do all the sound mixing for the different features, Marvel as well, but along with other features too. And then the whole digital media part after that. So I get to kind of manage those three groups and it's, it's, been a fun six months. Very interesting because when I got this position, it was a week later is when we got the stay at home. So oh my goodness, don't wow. know anything about Disney. And then they're like, well, here's this new position. Get started. So I get to learn all my teams and learn what they do and the different parts of the lot all while I'm working at home. It's Perfect. been an interesting six months. Perfect. <laughs> right. It's great. You know, you're a good, yeah. good commute, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're telling me how, you know, the, the unique environment now where, you know, your life is, you know, 15 to 20 Zoom meetings a day and, and yes. multiple uh, streams of information coming in at one time and trying to juggle all that. And, and it uh, gets crazy. Yeah. I bet it does. You know, it, it it's fascinating to me, you know, in the midst of that change that you went through, uh, was really substantial, right? You had a whole bunch of uncertainty, um, during the whole, okay, things are going to be sold, right? 20th Century Fox is going to be sold. Don't know what's going to happen. And you're kind of waiting, you know, carrying on and, and uncertainty through that. And then, and then comes the announcement, okay, Disney's bought Fox, and then there's the fruit basket turnover, and now there's this decision that you're faced with right about a week before uh, the lockdown or so, a couple of weeks. Um, okay, do you do you come to Disney or not? A- as a Christian, like how did you and Tanya navigate that? How did you navigate navigate you know this period of uncertainty? We're waiting to find out what happens with this company that I'm at, and then this decision. How, how did you guys do that? How did you do that as a Christian? How did you guys do that as a couple uh, as Christians? How did you navigate that and think through that? Sure. Um, there was a lot of prayer time <laughs> during that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. It had to be kind of a, a quick decision as well. So we didn't have a lot of time to really process it. It was within a couple of days we had to wow. let the executive know, hey, we're going to take it or not take it because they're looking because there was a there was a big organizational change that went along with this right um, inside of the Disney. And so um, they, they needed to announce that because things were already changing on their side, but they were waiting for my part of it. So we didn't have a lot of time. Um, so we just sat there and, you know, was praying and be like, okay, Lord, where do you want us? What is the, again, we're, we're the vessel for you. Where do you want us to be with this and just guide us on, on what it is. And at that point, um, you know, COVID was around, but there wasn't any talk about lockdown, uh, at mm-hmm. that time. And we're looking at, okay, here's the severance, which I, I will admit was a very nice severance. It was very tempting. And then here's the new position. Mm-hmm. Um, and the new position, um, you know, the, it wasn't uh, it, w- it wasn't one for one salary wise. Let's put it that way. It was a little mm-hmm. less, and so it was it was uh, that played into it as well. It's like okay, well, w- which is the best way to go? And and we just kept praying and like, all right, well, you know, here it is. I guess we'll we'll take the chance, and uh, it feels like this is be the direction to go, and it's just a new adventure. And Lord, this must be where you want us now. And so I 
called up the uh, HR and the executive and I said, okay, let's do this. And here I am. That's awesome. And, you know, one thing I hear in that, Ben, is how you and Tanya were dialoguing on this together. You're praying about it together. And it sounds like you together came to a place of peace about the decision. Is that, that fair? Yeah. Yeah. And, and with, with Tani and I, our foundation of our marriage is communication. Mm-hmm. And obviously that has its ups and downs as it does over 22 years. But sure. um, it, that's what we can always fall back on is the communication. So we can just sit there and be like, OK, let's just talk about this. And, you know, again, and we'll, we'll pray about the different situations and so forth. And uh, it, it's great to have her and, and to be there and be able to have that communication with her. And she's she's absolutely amazing. So, yeah. We, we, we got through there and, and just talked about it and figured out which is the best way to go. That's been the way for Lori and I in a lot of major decisions, you know, uh, uh, many times, you know, of, okay, but this is a big career change or a big move, you know, across country or a move uh, overseas for us. And for us a, a, and for me, a big um, indicator, this is clearly what we're to do, even if it seemed crazy, was just that peace that we would both have of, yeah, okay. And you kind of look at each other and go, boy, for a lot of reasons, maybe this doesn't make sense, but boy, there's a peace about it. You know, we've prayed about it and we've, you know, explored all the things we've used, you know, uh, our intellect and our, you know, reasoning as much as possible. But sometimes the decisions, they may not be the, you know, make the most sense financially. And they may not make the most sense in the world view, you know? Um, and yet you go, no, I, I just, I have a sense here praying about it. And then when Lori's like, yeah, I remember just went to, so, uh, one time, one did move, we live in Dallas, Fort Worth and it was going to be, uh, leaving one position and, and going off to graduate school. And, and I just sort of sprung this on Lori and I tell it to her over lunch and she looks at me and goes, that's crazy. And then I'm thinking, yeah, this is okay, bummer. This didn't go well. And then the next right. thing she says is, yeah, we should do this. And, you know, and my next thought was, yeah, she didn't hear me clearly. You know, I need to, re- I need to explain <laughs> right. this again. Yep. <laughs> I understand she, that. She's like, no, no, I, I, this, I fell out of peace about this. I'm like, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of how it was when I actually um, went from a, a post house into uh, 20th century was along the same way as um, I, I was looking for different jobs for a while out of the post house. They, it wasn't going in the, in the best position. So looking for other jobs and this one, um, he was actually the vice president of engineering at the time and reached out to him uh, early in the year. And then it was late in the year says, Hey, we might have something. So you know, th- things, it was a very long process, took like, I think three months, four months, something like that. But eventually, you know, got the job offer. But during that time, you know, there's a lot of discussions that Tani and I had, and we were talking about it mm-hmm. because it was, it was a huge change, right? Cause I've been working in Burbank. I mean, we've been out here for 15, 16 years, something like that. And it's always been in Burbank until Fox came about and then it's Century City. So you have the commute time with that and mm-hmm. uh, hours and, and all that type of stuff. And so it was a big change. And then also it was the time when we were helping you out and doing videos for the church and that type of stuff. And like, I don't really want to give that up. And, (laughs) you know, and we just sat there and, and Tanya was like, 
look, this is what you've been wanting to do. You've got to take this. I know. And I was, and I think it was me who was more unsure than, than her probably (laughs) because I was like, yeah, but we're doing this other stuff and the commute and the kids and, you know, we're helping out the church and we're doing this. And she's like, yeah, you you need to go. And, uh, it, w- it was hard for me, definitely, and in, in all, doing all the other stuff because most of the other things had to stop and our life changed right. because of the commute and all that type of stuff. But now she she was good with it and she she was the one who was like, yeah, sure, let's go. Boy, isn't that huge? That is just because, you know, you think about it from Tanya's perspective, you know, that means you're going to be you, – because I remember that commute, it was it was wicked, man. It was like, what, oh, yeah. an hour, hour and a half each way kind of a deal? yep. yep. There was, one, there was some of the times it was, took uh, three hours to get home if there was anything going on in the freeways. Oh, that's <laughs> three weird. hours to go, 35 miles. <laughs> that, so that was the 405? Yep. Oh, you, yeah. You know, that thing got rated the worst section of freeway in the world at one point here in the past couple of years? Ah, uh, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, I live that, brother. I that's know right. that's true. Holy cow. Well, you think for Tanya, you'd be like, okay, like this means you're going to be up and gone before the kids get up. You're going to be back home. They may be already be in bed. You know, there's a period here. We're going to have to go through this. Yeah. You know, am I going to be, you know, I'm going to be carrying the load with the three kids. And she knows that going in and you're thinking, man, this is, this is not good. And she's telling you, no, I think you should do it. Man, what yeah. a confirmation as you guys are praying about it and being on the same page. That yeah. is huge. Yep. Yep. All the stuff that she said, I can do this. And she, she just knew she had the strength to take it on and, you know, God there with her. And, and, uh, so we did it, man. That is beautiful. What a beautiful picture of a partnership, you know, of you guys just being there together, working through that together. That's, that's a beautiful picture. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. Uh, she, she's amazing. (laughs) All the stuff that she puts up with, with me. That's we won't go into that, Ben. We'll yeah. hold that for some other time. <laughs> That's a different podcast. No. <laughs> well, and so now at uh uh are there at Disney and the stuff that you're doing, you're getting to um work on these teams. All right, you said you got three different teams and you guys yep. are working on these big uh production uh movies and um you know you're you're doing this in the midst of what you know, at least in our lifetime one of the most unique kind of periods, right? With COVID and lockdown and, and this kind of stuff. Um, how are you handling that? I mean, what, what kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, what kind of tips, uh, lessons learned maybe that y- you're gathering over these past however many months um, of handling this on a personal level? You know, how do you handle this, you know, environment, the stress and, and just in leading, you know, as, as a, as a Christian, as you lead in this, um, what, what, what have you learned? What are you learning through this? Um, my prayers are definitely uh, help me through the days. <laughs> mm. They're, they're more, uh, um, each day at a time right now, for sure, uh, with that. But, um, you know, I've been doing management stuff for 20 plus years. So that part isn't too bad. But the being a part and not being there with the groups has definitely been challenging. Yeah. Um, the probably the, the biggest thing I learned is, you know, just every day is a new day and you just got to you just got to be calm and get through it. And there are times where you're definitely just you know, why did this happen? And it's just frustrating, especially because along with those three teams that I'm managing, I am also part of the 21 CF migration. So we still have to migrate a whole part wow. of Fox and get it out of the, the lot that it currently is and into Disney. 
um, over the next uh, a little less than a year at this point. So I'm still working on that part along with managing. So there's definitely some frustrating times and, you know, just trying to be there and be patient and just, um, it just enjoy the time that it has and be like, Hey, this is, mm-hmm. this is how things are going. And it, it, a lot of this has been, there's, uh, one of my favorite songs actually is about this guy who had a really hard day and he's like, uh, and throughout the, throughout it, you hear the different parts of what he has, but what he says is, Lord, I always need to thank you for the good days and the bad days. And then that's, wow. and that, that's the thing that's been part of me for a long time, but definitely in the last six months, it's like, today was a bad day, but thank you, Lord, for this. Hopefully we get some more good days, but you know, thank you for the good days and the bad days. So that's, that's kind of, that's, that's what gets me through. It's just, you know, having the faith and saying, Hey, you, you know, again, going back vessel for you, this is where you want me to be. Show me the way on, on how to go down this path. And here we go. Boy, that perspective of having um, a perspective on the difficulties and the trials as having value. That's that really is a game changer, right? Yeah, that's a real game changer. Um, yep. Brings to mind to me you know, the First Peter, uh, the chapter one, verses kind of like six, seven, eight, and talking about you know trials are kind of like a refiner's fire, and that they have the function of showing that our faith is genuine. You know, they kind of reveal it's like you know fire. You put stuff into the fire, and it melts away. You know, all of the the dross, and what's left is the you know that pure gold, and 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 so there's that function there, the suffering of the trials. They really show it as genuine. Uh, they they refine us for mm. something down the road, mm-hmm. and man, I don't know about you, but I, I <laughs> I'm I'm always struggling in the midst of that challenge to have that perspective you're talking about, which is okay. There's something good that can come out of. There's something uh, to carry forward to learn from and refine and chat. You know, that's it's gonna. Um, God will use, uh, you know, to to make me more like Him. You know. As we go oh, down yeah. the road. And, and it, it gets challenging for sure. As we all know, we all go through there and it's just uh, some of the times um, I, I think of that song and, and how that is more than others. There's other times you're, you're in there and dealing with it and you're like, ah, but you know, I always try to like, okay, you know, that this is going on for a reason and mm-hmm. thank you for these days and thank you for the good days. Man, man, that is powerful, dude. Do you even have thankfulness in the midst of that? Like that, yeah. you know, and it, boy, talk about a great word for folks, dude. See, that's why I knew you need to be on today. <laughs> like, how timely is that, man? You know, that's just so perfect because, you know, how many challenges, you know, folks are facing, whether it's, you know, the, the challenge of isolation or, the, you know, fear of, you know, getting sick or, you know, being sick of being isolated or, you know, <laughs> right. the, just so many different elements in this whole process. And man, when you have that sense of, okay, there's a purpose to this challenge, it's not wasted. And I'm going to be thankful in the midst of it. That is literally a game changer, like straight up game changer. <laughs> yeah. I just, I guess I've just always been that way. And, um, you know, always been the, the optimistic and, and, uh, and just, let, let's just always have fun and, and look at life and just, you know, ha- go with it and you're going to have your ups and downs, but just, you know, always look for the the silver lining, if you will, in, in whatever that's going on. And there, there, there are good things about 
the COVID part, if you, if you sit there and look at it and yes, there's been stressful and it's been hard and the isolation and all that type of stuff, but you can sit there and think about it. It's like, Oh, this wouldn't have happened if, if the, you know, if COVID didn't go on. And mm. so there are those things that you can pull out. And I guess for me, it's just trying to keep those focused to, to get through and not go insane and, <laughs> and being at home all the time with the isolation <laughs> and, and everything. So just stay focused on, on those positive notes. Dude, well done. Well, I can clearly see that, man, you're you're in the place you're supposed to be. And I think uh, it's quite clear you're a blessing to those three teams that you're leading. And to have a leader who's modeling that in the midst of all this and have that perspective, man, keep at it. Because, dude, that, that's a huge blessing. God's definitely using you uh, as a light there. It's it's abundantly clear. And uh, I I got to be honest with you, I'm, I'm uh, now expecting some off-camera uh super secret uh, <laughs> tips, uh, you know, about video and audio. And, and you're going to kind of give me the inside scoop on the next Marvel thing, dude. I'm like straight up expecting it. Uh, there, yeah, right. There you go. That, that, won't, uh, that won't go against any NDA or anything that I signed, right? <laughs> NDA schmendia, dude. Come on, right. we're talking Marvel here, brother. Come on. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, dang it. I know you never will, but at least I got to ask, man. <laughs> Well, hey, Ben, it's a delight talking to you, buddy, and uh, just blessings for you as you continue just serving and, you know, just using those gifts and talents you got there. Man, it, you are clearly a light, and man, I just it's been Thank great you. spending time with you, buddy. Yeah, this was fantastic. I'm so glad to be part of your podcast. These have been great listening to the other ones that you've done. Uh, so happy you got the start. This is fantastic, Robert. Thank you. Cool. Thanks, brother. Well, hey, everybody, it's just uh, once again, so good to be with you as we just get to hear these stories about this one body of Christ. And we hear them one story at a time. And man, I, I don't know about you, but I, I'm just stoked to see and hear the uniqueness of the way that God is at work in people's lives and how everybody's journey is different. And but in that uniqueness, man, God is at work. And so uh, thanks again for joining us and look forward to having you next time here on One. Take care. <laughs>